Well, 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 welcome variants from across the multiverse. This is Geekverse Reactions brought to you by Mando Talk. And tonight's episode is a special episode where all we are doing is discussing Venom. Let there be carnage. We are going to eventually get to spoilers, but I have been, you know, sharing it on socials that the first bit here, we're really not going to dive into spoilers. So if you haven't seen Venom yet, you know, or Venom, let there be carnage yet. Stick around, you know, get our non-spoiler thoughts, just our general discussion. And then again, we will gladly warn you whenever we do get to those spoilers for Venom, let there be carnage. And joining me yet again is DJ Foster at Rebel Scum Texan. What is up? Good, sir. Glad to be here. I am wearing my Sasquatch sweater and just having a good old time with my Sasquatch sweater. Uh, sweater excuse me. It's coming up on four years I've owned this. And to be honest with you, I kind of wore this because there's moments in both Venom movies where I look at Venom and think, this guy looks like Sasquatch. It's kind of <laughs> funny to me. I look at him like, That's this guy kind of looks like Sasquatch. So anyway. Yeah. No, I would I would love to get some uh, Venom gear complete, to be completely honest. I mean, cool nice character. I'm sure, there's some, yeah. I'm sure there's some sweet gear out there for Venom. Oh, yeah, there's got to be. And I even, like, talked to myself today. I was like, I wonder if I should go, like, buy Walmart and see if I can find anything. But yeah. I did not do that. I did not do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, let's just cut to the chase real quickly. But there is something that I do want to say. We are officially one. We are down to one subscriber left to get to 100. That goal that we set to get to 100 subs by the book of Boba Fett. We are on deck. We are ready to get to that number. We just need one of you guys. If you have not Come subscribed, on. be so oh so kind for us and hit that subscribe button to become that 100th subscriber. We would greatly appreciate it. And on top of that, I want to give a shout out or appreciation to all the people that checked out my House of the Dragon quick trailer reaction that I posted earlier uh, this morning exclusively on YouTube. That is actually doing pretty good as far as our numbers go, so I'm very happy to see that. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, a House of the Dragon fan, any kind of fan like that, check out that video and share it with a friend and tell them, hey, go check out these guys at Mando Talk. They're having a ton of fun just talking all things geek. Basically, first and foremost, Star Wars, as always, but all things geek at this point. We just share our love for it. And if you love stuff like that, again, hit subscribe if you haven't. And that's all I really wanted to say. So let's get into our show for tonight as far as Venom goes. Now, the first thing that we want to do here, and again, we're not getting into spoilers for Venom Let There Be Carnage yet. We are first going to talk about the first Venom film uh dj had a chance this past weekend to watch it for the first time that is correct for me before i went to see let there be carnage i i don't know what number time it was but i rewatched it regardless you've seen it that many times yeah i don't know how many i don't know how many times (laughs) it is but what i wanted to do before we get to let there be carnage is to quickly talk about the first film so if you haven't seen the first venom i guess we are fixing to get into spoilers for the first yes. Venom, but I think at this point it's comfortable to say that if you haven't seen it, maybe you should just listen to our thoughts on it, and then maybe you will want to go check it out. Yeah. Uh, so actually, let's start with DJ, because I know okay. that you've been yeah. pretty passionate as far as wanting to talk about the first Venom, Yeah. at least through Discord. You keep kind of mentioning, like, 
this idea that you have or or how yeah, we got yeah, here, yeah. things like that. Well, so I'll pass it to you. What do you think of the what did you think of the first Venom film? Well, let me first pull up my uh, notes because I had this whole uh, thing written out on my phone because I was like, man, I got to I got to like put these things together, these thoughts together. Sure. For me, I, I've held out on Venom until this past Monday, you know, or no, wait, it was Sunday. Watch the Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there watching it. Me and my wife are having a good time eating lunch together and, and just soaking in this new content neither one of us have ever experienced. And man, right away, I was like, my opinion of this movie was just wrong. Like mm. I, I was way off. I remember thinking, and I've said this on the show, I remember thinking, uh -oh. oh, this is whatever. Uh -oh. it's it not looks that like big we deal. froze on DJ. Uh, I shouldn't even looks have like to DJ like, froze watch on us. It. I shouldn't. Oh, am I back? You're back. You're back, Did man. You I got so worried sorry. there for a second. I'm got so worried. sorry. I'm hoping my internet connection will stay true. We'll see how it goes. Um, there's been a few things going on in this area, so <laughs> we'll just hope for the best. But as I was sure. saying, we're just enjoying Sunday lunch, watching this movie for the first time, and really enjoying it. You know, I, like I said, I think my opinions of the show uh, i mean the movie up front were just off because i thought it was unsuccessful or whatever and then i go and find out that it made however many millions of dollars when it first came out yeah and i think oh so this actually was it probably a little bit decent people probably wouldn't have paid to see it if it wasn't any good uh, mm -hmm. that much anyway and so anyway by the time i get done watching it i'm thinking there's a there's a i i gotta map this like timeline this period in my head and i had this idea that well it's kind of spoilery so i don't want to give it away just yet so okay. let me just wait on this whole theory idea of how we got to where we are sure because i don't i don't want to say anything until we've made it very clear we're getting into carnage spoilers okay that's fair um but so what are your just overall thoughts on venom yeah the first one i really like it honestly i i think that it was just perfect enough uh you know actually it's kind of strange i thought it was a little too long it was a little slow in some parts, mm. but for the most part, I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, very few negative things to say about it. I just love the way they build it or built, build it. Where am I? <laughs> built on uh, the, the, the symbiotic relationship between Eddie Brock and Venom. And I love the fact that we have an actor who was in Rogue One being the mm. main villain, which if I had known he was in this movie, I would have watched it. A year ago i don't know what mm. possessed me to wait so long but i really enjoy it okay well fair enough i'll just say real quickly as far as my first uh or my feelings on the first film is i quite enjoyed it i had a lot of fun with it i think in the first film the humor between venom and eddie brock was executed to perfection I liked the action i liked the small subtle character moments that we got in that first one Outside of that, though, I'm just kind of honestly really excited to talk about this new one. So I'll just leave it at that. Honestly, personally, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that the visuals, the CGI in the first film were great. I do see kind of people's opinion of, of those that necessarily didn't love it. I get it that maybe it's not the most clean or most flowy of movies, but Venom at its core is a straight up comic book film. And yeah. if you like comic books, I think there's a good chance you're just going to enjoy the, the amount of fun that we had with the first film of Venom. Now, with that down, though, let's now discuss strictly Venom. Let there be carnage. Now, again, we're not getting to spoilers yet. The first thing that I wanted to discuss is 
the box office, how well Venom Let There Be Carnage has been performing in the past week or not week, weekend, domestically opening over the weekend here in the States. Let There Be Carnage had a 90 million opening weekend haul domestically, which is the largest since pre-COVID releases that is a huge deal and yet again i think that speaks to how much people enjoyed the first venom film enough to want to go back and check out this new one and secondly i think that means people are just anxious and ready to go back to the theater dj what do you think of this number whenever you saw this number i saw it the other day and thought i think i saw it monday or or maybe it was sunday afternoon i was like 90 million already I just, mm-hmm. it, it either, it told me, first of all, I was already excited to see the movie, but it told mm-hmm. me that people must be really, really excited to get back into the theaters. And yeah, I mean, seeing that it's an exclusive release, uh, not to mention it is a Marvel film, you know, while it, it might not necessarily be connected to the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those things where you're like, it's Marvel. It's a character. Yeah. I know it's an I association. Know, yes, yeah. it's an association. So you're going to want, to some degree as a, as a Marvel fan, want to check it out. I mean, even as I mentioned before, I'm not the biggest X-Men fan, but mm. I've, I've seen all the X-Men movies now. And I'm very glad I have because uh, it, it taught me a lot about the lore and what could possibly come to the MCU in the future. So yeah. for me, it's one of those things that it, it's very connective. And so th- th- initially that's kind of my big takeaway from let there be carnage. Um, aside from that, you know, the acting in this movie was actually really, really good. Sure. And I say that objectively, you know, from just a cinematic standpoint, really mm-hmm. enjoyed Woody Harrelson. I really enjoyed Tom Hardy. Yeah. And oh my gosh, Andy Serkis directing this film blew it out of the water. I mean, yeah, he did. He did well. He I did just very well. It, I just thought <laughs> it was so good. I remember as soon as the credits came up, I was like, "Directed by Andy Circus." I was like, "Oh yeah, it's directed by Andy Circus." I'm like, "That's yeah. my boy Gollum," and I'm like, "Let's <laughs> go!" It, it's exciting stuff for me as a film fan to see someone I've watched and performed for most of my life to this point to be like, "This man is successful," and yeah, be, and successful to a different degree than his success has proven in the past. And that's one, I mean, those are my big takeaways from Carnage because it's been, honestly, it's just one of those films that I'm like, I actually want to go watch it again. Like, mm-hmm. I really want to go see it again. Uh, yeah. Hopefully I will. I don't know. We'll see, but well, I'm definitely and, going to be watching it in the future. And maybe you're not alone in that. And maybe, first of all, you saying all those things, I think word of mouth is great on this film and that's driving people yeah. to go see it in the theater. So I think that is directly helping it, this get to the 90 million number this yeah. past weekend secondly to your point this film was not released on a streaming platform it is only available in theaters so there's not people sitting at home watching this and choosing that route they have to go to the theater and i think that this character means enough to people that they feel the need to go and see it in theater so i think that's the second reason why we're seeing that 90 yeah. million number and there was a third reason that I had there, but I've completely forgotten it. But oh, well, it's OK. Sorry. It's OK. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but overall, it's very exciting. Nonetheless, I think it was OK. I think the third one was that the performers, the actors, the list of yes, of uh, 
professionals that they have involved with this film yes. was fantastic. So those were my three. I know it took me a minute to get to that third one it's to okay. remember it, but there it is. There it is. But regardless, $90 million is a big deal on a weekend for the times that we're in as far as how the movie theater industry has been recently. That's huge. And I think that's just further indication that these upcoming films are going to do very well in the movie theater, specifically No Way Home. I think that's going to blow it out of the water and that's going to be like yeah. the final stamp in, okay, movie theaters are back. I think as soon as No Way Home comes out, that's going to just stamp of approval. Everybody's right. back in theater. I think, again, I, I bring this up every chance I get. I think HBO Warner Brothers has made a terrible mistake of putting Dune on HBO Max. Yes. I'll leave it at that. Congratulations to Let There Be Carnage for getting $90 million. That's a big deal. So congrats to all involved uh, for getting that amount of money in one weekend. We'll see how it does this next weekend, though. Well, I was just going to say that I've been, I've said even on the show, and you mentioned Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, mm. The fact that that's going to, you said it's the final stamp of it's time to go back to the movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've honestly been of that opinion this whole time. I know that I also said Dune is going to be this big box office smash. And then I find out, oh, it's also streaming on HBO. So to your point, mm -hmm. uh, it, it takes it one more step in the wrong direction. Like you kind of mentioned, the, the fact that it is not going to be exclusively in theaters is just one more reason studios should be worried, you know, and not yeah. to mention Scarlett Johansson just settled with her, her, her lawsuit with yeah. the streaming stuff and it's only a matter of time before we hear about uh what was it um emma stone with cruella you mm. know that was another thing there so uh you know disney's kind of learning i think from mistakes and a lot faster than others so sure i think hbo has kind of put themselves in a bad spot yeah with that, like you well said. and just to finalize that i think it was warner brothers wanting to make hbo max as as popular as disney plus right. that was their effort in doing so and i i, just, I think it tremendously backfired you know, in my opinion just, this is a situation where you need to know your audience and yeah. your audience for hbo is going to be a more mature audience you can mm. put all the cartoons on there you want you know I, I and i've watched the batman cartoons yeah on hbo max but that doesn't mean that we are going to subscribe just because you've put this new movie on there i mean and people who don't have it are like oh i wanted to see it but you know whatever now you know sure. especially if it was an exclusive hbo release at that point i'd just be like no whatever you know yeah personally but <laughs> yeah. anyway you know that, that's right. just kind of where i'm at with the streaming stuff you know i just want more stuff in the theaters and sure. the fact that uh, let there be carnage has made this much money in just a handful of days not even yeah. five days i think it's mm. already just top in the box mm. office it's incredible yeah well and i know we kind of went down a rabbit hole there but i do think it all connects honestly well, I mean, I yeah think of course carn let there be carnage getting 90 million in my opinion it it lends to that conversation as far as For okay sure. do we really need this day and day release on theater and on streaming service anymore if venom's ragging in that kind of money in my opinion i think it's time to just leave it in the past we needed it over the past year don't get me wrong because they needed yeah. to get those projects out there but I think it's time to move on, especially with these major comic book or sci-fi type of films. But anyway, yeah. we'll leave it at that. What do you think, all of you out there listening? What do you think of that discussion? What do you think of Let There Be Carnage getting $90 million in just the states over the weekend? I think that's a huge deal. It's, yeah. it's great to hear. But we are now ready to get into our discussion. But again, we're still not to our spoilers necessarily yet. 
What I want to do first before we get to spoilers is to give like my general synopsis or big takeaways from my viewing of Venom, Let There Be Carnage to maybe persuade those that haven't seen it to go see it. Here's my three big takeaways that I wanted to mention before we get into spoilers. And I think I mentioned some of these in my right out of theater reaction that was also posted exclusively on YouTube. But I wanted to reiterate those for our podcast listeners. Number one, if there had been a hint of more blood, the film could have easily received an R rating, in my opinion. It's like Andy Serkis went as close to that R rating line as he possibly could but far away enough from it to still get that PG 13 rating. So in my opinion, that is a, that is well done. Good, sir. Bravo standing ovation for that because a PG 13 rating lends itself to getting a bigger audience. And I think that helps that $90 million amount this past weekend. Sorry, I can't hear you, DJ. I'm muted. Mink. That's all you are. Um, Can I say something to that? Yes. Okay, so you mentioned how having the PG-13 rating has brought in more audiences. I've said on previous Geekverse episodes that I thought that that was going to be a hindrance to the character Carnage. Mm-hmm. I could not have been more wrong. I, Let's I'm, go. I'm a man willing to admit my mistakes um, in, hum- in humility to, to both Caleb and our audience because I just I want to make sure how clear I am as we go forward with this that this movie did not disappoint me at all. All of my preconceived notions were baseless and wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be totally honest. So yeah, I, I 100% agree with that take about the rating. I just wanted to put that in there real quick. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Fair second enough. big uh, non-spoiler takeaway for me. Again, I mentioned this before, but I stand by that if you liked the first one, I'm pretty confident that you're going to like the second one. I think these two films, the first Venom and Let There Be Carnage, flow together so smoothly. Like it was a direct continuation of the story and there was no hiccup in my opinion. So if you like the first one, I think you'll like the second one. But with that said, if you didn't like the first one, I don't think it's as necessarily as easy to say, oh, you, you won't like the second one either because the critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, at least, is like double what it was for the first film. So obviously, critics that didn't like the first one, at least more of them are liking this second one. So with that said, if you didn't like the first one, I think it's a toss up. It's 50 50 on if you like this new one or not. So if you didn't like the first one, still give the second one a chance if you haven't done so. Do you have anything you want to add to that, DJ? I, I agree 100% with what you okay. are saying. Um, you know, I will say that my wife and I, we, we've seen both of them this week for the first time. Right. So I asked her after we watched Carnage, I said, so what'd you think about this one? She goes, I definitely like the first one more. That's um, exactly what Maddie said. Yeah. That's what my wife said. So it's kind of interesting. And I asked her, well, why do you, you know, why do you think that, you know, why, why is that your opinion? Not that I was like, you're wrong. I was just like, sure. what, yeah. what do you, what do you think? And why? And she said, well, I, it was just a lot of action and, and it was a lot of just like, she thought the fight scenes in some of parts were, were so long. And I was like, hmm. I didn't feel that way at all. So, you know, just, and that's not like a spoiler, you know, it's a comic book movie. People are going to fight. So like, if you're upset yeah. about that, sorry, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not. So anyway, all that to say, you know, you, I think you're right that if either you like it or you don't, and I'm in the camp of, I like it. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Final takeaway. 
was the runtime. That was a big discussion point for us mm-hmm. before, a few weeks back when it came out that it was only going to be 90 minutes. I will be just like DJ. I was wrong. It, in, in my opinion, the 90 minutes circus, he told the story that he wanted to tell. I didn't leave the theater wanting more. I was satisfied with those 90 minutes. He did the job of telling the story that he, that again, he wanted to tell. And you don't need to push it outside of that. Just because it's a comic book movie doesn't mean you have to absolutely have it be two hours long. And props to Circus for, I say this all the time, having the cojones to do that, to stick to just 97 minutes. There's no need to stretch this out longer than it needs to be. And I give him props. Anything you want to add to that? More to add to that as we get into our spoiler discussion in a moment. However, um, the fact that it was about a 90 minute film ended up being right. And Mm -hmm. it just, it just shows to go. Yeah. That I'm not in the business for a reason, you know? And (laughs) I'm like two hours or nothing. And I'm like, now I'm like, Oh, okay. You've, you've told me a story that I, I have not stopped thinking about since finishing the film. And yeah. it's, and I, I truly mean that I've actually had venom on the brain for the last day. I mean, you know, for a full, almost 24 hours, this time last night, I was in the movie theater watching it. And so for me, mm-hmm. it's just all I've thought about for the last day, which either that says more about me than it should, or that's how good this movie was. Yeah. But I think it just says to the latter, it, it's a really, really good movie. And the runtime doesn't hurt it at all. I'd love to see that clip side by side with the clip where I just roast the runtime a few weeks ago. Yeah, you did. I mean, I I I know I was pretty adamant against it being 90 minutes, but I think you even doubled down even more. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I I think I have no reason to to, like say that at the time thinking, sure, I can think about what I was doing then. It's like, okay, yeah. But now I'm like, wow, past DJ, you're stupid. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just, I wish I hadn't said that, but I'm glad that I was proven wrong. Andy Circus, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, those were my big non-spoilers that I wanted to share. Now, if DJ, if you are locked, loaded, and ready, we will now get into spoilers for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. If you are watching with us live, If you have spoiler takeaways that you want to share, type them in the chat. We'll read them on the show. We'll discuss them on the show. Okay, but we're now going to get into this. Of course, I have my spoiler thoughts that I want to talk about. Uh, DJ, obviously, as soon as I say something and you want to talk about what I said, please, by all means, stop me and talk about it. Okay, the first thing, though, non-spoiler, I know this is not the biggest of deals, but the first thing that I just wanted to get out of the way was that Anne Eddie Brock's love interest becoming she venom was only for a brief moment. That was enough for me. I did see online. Some people like, Oh, we should have got more. She venom. Nah, I was good with it. We got it for a brief moment. It helped the story. It helped the story yeah. move along. I didn't need to see more of it. Did you want to see more? She venom. I, I thought it was fun. You know, in yeah. the first movie I was like, Oh, venom's here. Like, obviously like in the first film, it gets a three-year-old film. So I'm going to spoil it. I don't care. That's I, fine. I, that, I mean, hey, we're in so, all, Hey, venom yeah. verse spoilers. Yeah. All venom verse spoilers. spoilers. But, <laughs> but in the first film, when, you know, Brock is being taken off into the woods. I'm like, well, obviously this like, uh, okay. Of course, within the story, you're like, okay, they're trying to kill him. That's fine. 
but like you know he can't die you know sure. so like you're waiting and you're watching and when when she, when venom rolls up and i'm like it's female venom i was like <laughs> where does this is out of left field and then morphs down into Anne, and i was like oh okay and i was like sweet and i thought it was great and the fact that they did it again is just perfect because venom the whole movie spoilers for carnage we're gonna say that a lot i feel like but <laughs> the whole movie venom is just like i wish i was i wish you were back with Anne. i liked Anne, and i'm just like that's perfect i just i, I mean what else if they're supposed to be a symbiotic relationship there it yeah. makes sense that that he would also want to be with Anne. It's just, it, it's too, it's too funny to me. And it's the perfect kind of comedy. And plus to add to what you've been saying, that whole scene where Venom is, is a part of Anne and talking to Eddie Brock. It's just hilarious. It is. It's uh, so hilarious. That was comedic gold. And there was a yes. lot of comedic gold uh, in this film. I love the, and we'll get to this, I think, in a second or later. I love the connection between Venom and really all the humans that he comes in contact with. Yes. But I, I wanted to get that She-Venom thing just out of the way. That way it was addressed. Uh, and then now we can get into, like, the more important things, in my opinion. And the first thing that I wanted to discuss is the namesake, the, the title of the film, Carnage. Uh, yes. I think that is probably by far the number one thing to discuss. Uh with this film well uh, let's let's reel that back in real quick yeah, one of yeah, the, one yeah. of one of <laughs> the biggest things to discuss yes. about this film was carnage uh cletus cassidy as carnage the origin story that we got again it was quick circus did his job he told the origin story he needed to tell woody harrelson's portrayal was phenomenal perfect i couldn't yes. have asked for a better portrayal of carnage what what do you want to say about woody harrelson i'm at a point where woody harrelson can do no wrong on film <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be completely honest with you because i've everything i've watched him in for the last decade or so i've just i think about it you know he was in i believe it was rise of the planet of the apes which andy circus also in i think that's important um and not to mention you know solo a star wars story we're big star wars fans here obviously the fact that he was as good as he was in just those two films alone lends to me just how di or not diverse, but how dynamic of an actor that man is. And also hunger games can't leave that out. You know, he just across the board has played these roles where I can, I picture him as a great hero. I picture him as a great anti-hero and I picture him as a great villain. And so mm. at this point, Woody Harrelson is just that good of an actor. Yeah. Um, and that was the, I mean, honestly, it was just so much fun to watch him perform. Um, that's, he's one of the reasons I want to go back and watch the movie again, because yeah. I loved his performance that much. And I if I could, so. if I could go back and watch it right now, I'm not saying I'd abandon the stream and go, but like if someone <laughs> abandoned like, the stream, man, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> but if somebody said, DJ, I've got tickets. You want to go? Yeah, I'm in like, that's fine. Let's do it. You know, yeah. because it's, it was that good to me. And I'm with you 100% on Woody Harrelson's char characterizing uh, as Cletus Cassidy. And yeah. now on the origin story, though, mm -hmm. was that a de-aged Woody Harrelson or is that a different actor? I thought it was a different actor, personally. And that was just from, a, yeah. from one viewing. It, yeah. it looked different, but I do think a voiceover was done. See, that's what I it, thought, too. It sounded just like yes. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and he has a very 
indistinct or not indistinguishable you can know his voice like yes. you hear it oh that's that's woody harrelson and so yep. my first thought was okay that guy doesn't look like him and i've seen enough episodes of cheers to know what young woody harrelson <laughs> looks like yeah so you know knowing that that's not him i'm just like okay you know i just went, didn't know if you knew did any research found something yeah. out because i have no idea but no, i think it's a voiceover I haven't found anything out about that, but also on top of that, as far as the origin story goes, I loved the letter that he sent to Eddie Brock, and then it turned that red ink and showed us as the audience his origin story of how he became such such the killer that he is. I yes. love uh, whenever that story device uh, is used, so that that was really neat to see. Now I do have some other things that I want to discuss as far as as far as his origin story, and this might be a hot take for me. Uh, so I've got it directly in my notes, and I'm just going to read it exactly how I wrote it. The love interest between Cletus and Francis Barrison, aka Shriek, was necessary for his origin. 100%. It, it gave that setup, but for me, and this might be my own opinion, as the film went on. I kind of lost interest in their love, their love plot, if you will. Like, in my opinion, it, it probably if there was a weakest point of the film, that would be it for me. Okay. But that's not to say that it was bad. I just think that if I was to identify, okay, what was the one thing that I liked yeah. the least about the film was the the love between uh, Cletus Cassidy and Francis Barrison. And again, not bad. I'm just saying, like, if I was to identify yeah. one thing I didn't like, that would be it. But I did like it, though. So I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. I feel like you're kind of on the fence about it, maybe. Yeah. You know, like for me, I, I would have to to a certain degree agree with you. About OK, that being not the weakest point, but okay. one of the weaker points. OK, here's what was redeeming about it to me. Um, first of all, I'm always in for a Bonnie and Clyde situation. Sure. Um, I think Bonnie and Clyde are just the perfect villainous dynamic duo when it comes to a man and a woman, especially when they're intertwined and in love. I yeah. think that there's just this element of that kind of story. And I think that's why people latched on to the, to the actual Bonnie and Clyde, whenever all that was going down, however mm. many you know decades ago. And so yeah. when you look at that, there's something appealing about that. And that's why this worked for me. Cause I'm like, that is what Bonnie and Clyde were now also to the effect of more spoilers. This is a Romeo and Juliet star cross lovers situation. Sure. So, and, and, and to me, I can't think of a film I've seen, and I've seen a lot of movies. Uh, I can't think of a film I've seen where there is a star-crossed lover meets Bonnie and Clyde sandwich, if you mm. will. Because when you have something that is that different in the middle of so much story happening at once, mm -hmm. and then to execute it that well mm. was impressive to me. Okay. I mean, I really, and that's why I was so sold on this, I actually leaned over to Hillary, my wife, and said, hey, this is like Bonnie and Clyde meets Romeo mm. and Juliet. And she was like, yeah, you're right. And for me, I thought, wow, just the fact that Andy Serkis was able to really put that on screen in a good way. And mm. I also think that has a little bit to do with him having played Gollum. You know, he's mm. been his own star-crossed lover, you know, I mean, as the schizophrenia shows us of Gollum. Right. And I could go on and on and on about that and how that could play into mm -hmm. let there be carnage i won't because i just don't think we have the time um I, just to be completely honest i could talk about that for a long time 
Yeah. But um, as far as the love interest goes, I would agree with you that it is a weaker point. Okay. Sure. But it is to me, it is not the weakest point. OK, no. And I think you made some great points that that make me want to, again, go back yeah. and watch it for exactly. a second time exactly. yeah. and, and revisit that. But maybe it was just because in the moment I was like, OK, I want to see Venom and Carnage go down. I want to see uh, Venom and Eddie Brock continue to make all those all of us laugh as an audience. Maybe that was just the reason why I was like, OK, let's move on from this little love interest thing. I get it. OK, that's their origin story. Sure. But, you know, let, let's get to the action. Let's go. But I see what you're saying. And it did. It, it went like the, the weaving in of Carnage wanting Venom to yes. be there, of Cletus Cassidy wanting Eddie Brock to be there, yes. of, uh, oh, Shriek uh, Francis wanting Detective Mulligan to be there. Mulligan, and speaking yes. of that, I loved, I loved that origin story of how Shriek Francis thought, or sorry, sorry, the detective thought that she was dead because yes. he was the one that shot at her at the beginning of the film. And therefore that is why he is wearing a hearing aid throughout his adulthood yeah. life. I didn't yeah. even realize that until that connection, like whenever the detective said straight up, uh, I'm the one that shot her. She's dead, right? I caught it a little earlier than you. Then. Okay. Okay. Was, I'm proud of myself that I caught it a little earlier than you because there's a scene when Eddie Brock gets a phone call from Mulligan. Okay. And in the beginning origin story, there's a very clear shot where they zoom right in on his name tag in the back of that police vehicle. And I was like, Ooh, you're and right. I was like, you're his right. I was like, oh, his name's Mulligan. Okay, whatever. And didn't think anything about it. And then Eddie gets a phone call like 20 minutes later, not even. And it's, it says detective Mulligan. And I was like, Oh yeah, my gosh, he was right. in the truck. And I leaned again over to my, my wife. And I said, Hey, that's the guy from who is in the truck who, who shot her. And, yeah. and he Great she was like, what? And, Oh, and so for, uh, for me, I was like, that is incredible. But I will say to your point about the hearing aid reveal, mm. they, they did not show that man. I think it was his left side. He did not get shot. Uh, he was, he was not in frame one time, I think on his left until he does that. And you can see my earpiece tonight. Yeah. It, it was very obvious like mm -hmm. that. And so, for me, I was like, whoa, that was a cool reveal for anybody yeah. that didn't already get it. Yeah, no, it, it was pretty great. I, I really love that connection. Now, final thoughts for me as far as Carnage goes before we move uh, into some other big takeaways, spoiler takeaways of Venom Let There Be Carnage, by the way. And again, if you're coming in here live and you have seen Venom Let There Be Carnage, please, in that live chat, let us know your thoughts. We'll talk about it. Uh, for me, Carnage, to just sum it up for that character, even, and I think you alluded to this earlier, even with that PG-13 rating, Carnage was very Carnage. It, yes. it was knocked out perfectly. Graphic, especially when he sticks his tongue down a police officer's throat and all the, yes. all the scene of him like initially becoming yes. uh, Carnage and getting out of the, the location that he was. It was pretty remarkable, pretty yeah. graphic very carnage if there was any concern about this being pg-13 and you not getting enough carnage uh lay that to rest because yeah. you get the carnage in venom let there it's, be carnage it's a perfect amount of what i thought an r rating would deliver on i i mean i mm. really thought that the r rating would give us more carnage and i watching the scene as he busts out of the prison you know watching all of this take place and then the inmates cheering him on as it goes down and you're just thinking wow like 
this is brutal to the point that now, again, my wife is six months pregnant, but she was like doing one of these, (laughs) you know, hiding because there's some moments in there that are a little bit brutal. And I think that, you know, if you take your kid to see this, for example, they're going to be like, Oh, I can't, you know, you're going to want to maybe cover their eyes in that sequence. But for people like me and people like you, we're like, that is so sick. Oh, that is awesome. You're just like, yes. Like it's just exactly what you wanted yeah. because even the tongue down the throat thing as gross as that is, yeah. it was kind of cool. Cause it was cool. It was cool. Just, it was it's, cool. <laughs> it's just nasty, but it's also like, that's a villain. And you're like, yeah, you just love it. You just love it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, that's, those are the big things that I wanted to say about carnage specifically uh, before we continue on. And the next person that I want to discuss, or I guess people beings is both Eddie Brock and Venom together. Now I've just got three takeaways that I'll just run through real quickly. Cause I don't think there's too much uh, to these as far as my personal opinion goes. Uh, and then I'll pass this back to DJ with uh, Venom and Eddie Brock in this film. The humor between these two, just like in the first one, I think was executed to a T in the second one, maybe even more so. Like, I think the relationship between Venom and Eddie Brock was even more hilarious as an audience uh, member uh, as I was watching it on the, the first viewing. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy again crushed it as Eddie Brock. Yes. Uh, he crushes it when he communicates with Venom. I want to see Tom Hardy as much as possible in this role. Please give it to me. And I'm assuming because of this continued success and something else that we'll eventually get to, we will definitely see Tom Hardy continue as Eddie Brock and Venom. And one of the big plot points of this film was the character struggle of Eddie Brock coming to grips with Venom officially being part of him and Venom coming to grips with being in Eddie Brock's body uh, and them two trying to coincide with each other. Look at the subs. Look at the subs. Look at the subs. Look at the subs. Okay. Let's look at the subs. Look at it. Did we just reach a hundred? We just hit a hundred, man. We just hit a hundred subscribers. hundred subscribers. Want, 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 yes. want, want. A hundred subs. Let's go. There we go. Let's go. Hey, whoever, whoever just subbed. I think I know who it was. They might need to type in the chat so I, I can give a shout out. If somebody, yes, if you're watching, if you're number 100, <laughs> please put it in, put it in the chat. I know we're talking spoilers, but we got to take sure. a second and have a little bit of a party <laughs> because I know I've only been here for like 10 weeks or so now. Sure, sure. But dude, like 100 subs man we're we did here it. we're we did here it. we've and we've arrived so much work <laughs> listen all of y'all watching and listening right now so much work has been put in by that man across from hey. me tonight a caleb keller man putting in some work and not to mention everybody else that's had a part absolutely in mando talk i mean thank you guys so much and as yeah. a as a fan first who's now a regular sure this is exciting for me I just, it, it's the coolest <laughs> thing. And I know this isn't, this is incredible. I know this is something you've been wanting for a long time. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped. I honestly don't even know what to say. Like it, it's one of those things where I didn't expect it to happen while we were live, if I'm being completely honest. So it's not like I've prepped like a speech or anything other than to just to say to each a hundred of you, 
thank you so much uh the yes. fact that there's a hundred people that want to click that subscribe button and listen to That's me great. dj zach whoever else is involved yes. with mando talk geekverse reactions is pretty incredible so again thank you so much and you know what let's keep growing let's go to yes. 200 next baby 200, 200 next but let's celebrate 100 first <laughs> yes hundreds a big deal hundreds a big big deal yeah, my the, my kindergarten class was smaller than a hundred. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's sure. that's that's good stuff right there. It's, yeah. I'm so excited that we've hit this, man. Yeah. Um, now don't hit that unsubscribe button. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please stay with us, even though we're talking spoilers. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting, so exciting, and not to mention Mando Talks 100th episode will be next month. It will be. So it, it's, I think it's actually coming soon. It's sooner it than I actually thought it was going to be. We I, talked like about it a yeah, while I'm back. I'm pretty sure it might be next week, potentially. No, 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 no. Just Mando talk. It, uh, yeah, I no, think. No, it's not. It's next I, week already? I, possibly. We'll see. I, Ooh, I have to man. do some calculations. Please let me know. I have to know. do some calculations. We got to make okay. that a big deal. But anyway, again, yes. thank you so much to yeah. all, of, all of you out there that have hit that subscribe button. Again, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, so we can get some more people in here and yes. continue to have some more fun. But I was on my third and final Eddie Brock and Venom kind of thing here. The character growth. Number one, I liked, I really loved how Eddie came to grips with being fully Venom at this point, honestly, like just consuming Venom as part yeah. of him. And I liked Venom also struggling with, you know, being in this world, Earth, uh, amongst normal people like like us. I liked that part. And now I'll pass yeah. it back to you, DJ. Anything else you would like to add as far as Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy, Venom, yeah. and the list goes on? Well, I mean, the number one thing I thought about was this movie had so many elements that very easily could have made it too much. Mm. We, we saw that problem with example, Spider-Man 3, with the original debut of Venom. And with, with that being something that could have felt rushed, it wasn't. You know, I thought that with the hour and 37 minute time, it was going to be rushed. And now after watching it, the fact that we had so many different plot elements happening in sync with one another and at different times, I just thought, wow, this is really cool. And one of those things I wanted to mention is Eddie Brock and Venom break up. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they basically break up. And I thought, wow, this is kind of like a breakup movie now. And it had different elements through it that I was like, this is one kind of story. This is another kind of story. And now it's one whole story um, where it really meshed together in a nice melting pot of, of, of just great. Uh, I don't even know how to put it plot, I guess. Great story. Yeah. So, yeah. so watching them break up and find their way back to one another is the love story. We all love, you know, it's just, you watch a chick. We were talking well, for whatever reason, we were talking about chick flicks before we hit live tonight. And when you, when you think about the elements of a chick flick that could work in a movie like this, it's that it was executed perfectly with let there be carnage. So for me, as far as that goes and their relationship and how they move and work separately, but also together is really, really fun. Especially when we mentioned a minute ago, that Anne scene where Venom is mm. a part of her. And mm. then also the Mrs. Chen scene. <laughs> which was hilarious yes. i'm so just, glad you brought that up because as you were hilarious. talking i was thinking okay miss miss chin mrs chin is at its core the highlight of the film i mean come on anytime <laughs> miss she's got to be in every single venom verse yeah. film she's from like, here on out she's, she's like incredible yeah she's like the baby groot of 
yeah. um, Venom. I mean, or the Grogu or however you want to look yeah, at it because yeah, yeah, yeah. she just, and you'd think Venom would be that, but he's not. It's Mrs. Chen. Yes. It's this lady who's just trying to make some money owning She's a business. Great. She's being, great. And that, that yeah. again, the acting, I don't know if it was CGI or, or what, but whenever Venom is, is part of her and like the faces that yes. they make whenever <laughs> Anne's like, oh, you're so handsome. You're the uh, best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Venom's just eating it up, man. That yes. was so great. That was so great. When was the last time Venom was hit on? You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been on Earth for a minute. And, and he also said in the first movie where I'm from, I'm kind of a loser and you're kind of a loser too and you're like oh okay this is he's really kind of like living it up but yeah i mean who, who could blame him i mean right that, that situation would definitely kind of merit that but yeah. all, i mean but again back to all of this i just love that the way tom hardy because it is tom hardy he's mm -hmm. he's playing two characters which again let's go back to andy circus he has played two characters at once Watching yeah. him direct somebody on how to do this mm -hmm. is just mind-blowingly awesome. Yeah. I just love I know, it. I know you as a behind-the-scenes guy, you would love to see the behind-the-scenes oh, of this, wouldn't yes. you? I I would not only – I'll watch commentary of the behind-the-scenes while the uh -huh. behind-the-scenes is going. That's <laughs> like – and that, that doesn't exist to my knowledge. But if, if I can just – Honestly, I was thinking about this today. If I could sit down and just have a one-on-one -on -one with Andy Serkis mm. and just like, can pick I just like, brain. I just want to pick his brain because the man's a genius. Okay. Yeah. Like he, he's an absolute genius and it's not because of venom. It's not because of anything real specific. He's just worked his butt off to get to a point where he can take on a movie as massive as venom and, yeah. and, and give that to an audience in a way that, to my knowledge, he's never done this well. Sure. And it, it just blows my mind. And that's all to, I mean, I give him the credit. I give Hardy the credit for put, putting in that work. It, it just, as a film fan, this is one of those movies that I can see myself talking about for years to come because yeah. it was, it was so awesome to watch specifically Tom Hardy, like you've been talking about. Yeah, no, I agree. And again, I can't wait to continue to see this character and actor portrayer continue yeah. to use this platform with that character it was great to see okay because we know he will we do know that and we will get to that man that's going to be an incredible discussion to end this episode but we have one more thing that i want to talk about before we get to that and that's just the ending in general uh we do you know of course get the big battle just real quickly, just to kind of drive this discussion, just to crank our memory. Carnage is ultimately separated from Cletus due to the noise of Shriek and the bell. Shriek is crushed by the bell. I don't know if we necessarily get 100% confirmation that Shriek was killed. Eh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, Venom then eats the symbiote of Carnage, Weird. and he then eats Cletus, and it was kind of a hilarious moment he says something that's pretty funny uh yeah. when he eats cletus how did you feel about the end battle just overall there was a lot of action for me i loved it uh it was again it wasn't too long it was the perfect amount the action was great i loved it what did you think i like the fact that uh, first of all i want to mention this shriek is the same actress who played calypso in yes parts of the caribbean i'm yes. watching it and i was like she looks familiar like the whole time yeah. i was like who is she and then it wasn't until she had her weird eye that i was like 
oh that's who she is and i just i just popped over to imdb just now to just double check and it is her but anyway i really like i've always liked her as that character calypso and i thought this was really cool here yeah my first thing it just says a kind of nice little segue about shriek in the end battle scene the Mm. her actual scream or i guess it is a shriek that's why she's called shriek right 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 why the way it was edited and sound mixed coming from the cw Arrowverse as a fan watching uh canary and watching the the black canary the white canary the canary cry happen mm-hmm. i always thought this could be better like mm. it just never sounded right mm. to me okay so watch listening to shriek i was like that's how i wanted it to sound like in my yeah. head that's what i always wanted and so the shriek noise that comes from shriek is perfect as far as the actual battle scene and them fighting goes i love that it's in a cathedral and it's not actually because of my religious affiliation whatsoever it's actually because it connects back to spider-man 3 a little bit Mm. because you have venom being essentially born and attaching to eddie brock in a cathedral Mm. and to watch him almost bite the dust in a couple of moments in, yes. in let there be carnage it reminded me a lot of that uh, there's even a scene where in this movie uh, venom picks up a giant pipe and if you spider-man fans remember that's what peter drives into the ground and then drives the symbiote out of eddie brock in spider-man 3 so i thought if that was a touch it was a very subtle touch and to me i thought that was really neat as far as oh and zach horvath's here in the chat saying 100 subs let's go zach you helped us get here man let's go let you help us get here (laughs) yeah for real zach appreciate your your work and helping us get to 100 subs as well no doubt he he walked so i could run (laughs) (laughs) no but back back to venom i'm going to talk about 100 subs all day but yeah yeah um, but back to venom i just the sequence uh, of the fighting how um, it was kind of matched punch for punch in certain cir- circumstances. And we all know that there has to be a moment where the hero gets the upper hand. Um, kind of reminiscent of Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Punch for punch, blow for blow for a, a, a significant number of uh, uh, minutes. And then, of course, you get to Venom. It just looks cool. It's fantastic. So, again, this is another one of those things I could really keep on talking about, but don't want to to steal time away from you or just the stream in general. I mean, I could go on and on. So I'll toss it back to you. Okay. well, the only other thing that I wanted to mention as far as the ending of this goes, and I had to do some research as far as what character this was. Detective Mulligan at the very end, all we see is his eyes kind of turn to blue. Now, this might not be accurate. But from what I could find on it, the interwebs uh, was that he became toxin. Now, I'm not a comic book reader okay. necessarily, but I so I haven't seen this character of toxin before, but somehow Mulligan becomes that character or becomes that being because a leftover piece of carnage falls onto him or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's that, at least that's the article I read that we should expect to see Mulligan become toxin. I don't necessarily know what that means, but that's the research that I have done. Sure. Do you know anything about this character? No, I don't. But I would be interested to hear about the in-universe science that would make one symbiote's, I don't know, 
microscopic makeup mm-hmm. transfer into a different person altogether. Mm-hmm. And then, cause like, that's what we get from venom to carnage. You know, yep. it's, it's literally just microscopic DNA makeup. Yeah. So how do we get a different personality out of what I would assume is DNA from the original, which again, this is way, I mean, this is not only is the science over my head, What we're discussing is so dorky that like it doesn't like we, me, what, what me is discussing is, is so incredibly dorky that like, you know, most people would say, why do you care? I'm just like, I just, I need to know how we go from venom to carnage to toxin. Is that what you said? Or toxic? Uh, Toxin is what I was, what I got from researching, but that that could be wrong. It could be wrong. You know, in venom three, when it inevitably comes out after the success of this one, uh, if Toxin doesn't come in and introduced uh, with Britney Spears is uh, toxic, then I think that they've just made a grave mistake because <laughs> I personally, I don't, I'm not like a Britney Spears fan, but I hear that song and I turn into like every other person in the club and go crazy because it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, today's been one of those days where I've revealed too much about myself. Hey, so. it's fine, man. It's fine. Hey, <laughs> no, so hey there's a hundred of us listening, right? Yeah, apparently <laughs> it's, it's fun stuff, apparently. But anyway, uh, I just, as far as Mulligan and the toxin situation goes, I know nothing about it. And okay. I'd be interested. You know nothing, John Snow. No, I have, I don't, I, that one's over my head. So <laughs> I'm over here uh, trying to, I'm over here trying to catch what's going over my head. So. Maybe I'll get it one day. I don't know. But anyway, um, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Final, final scenes there. Again, I thought the battle wasn't too long. In my opinion, again, it it goes back to this. Was the 90 minutes enough? It was enough. In my opinion, I think the final battle was executed perfectly. Honestly, I, I couldn't really want more. It was cool to see. And again, I loved the finalization, if you will, of Cletus. Okay. Let's do this. All right. This that was one. that's kind of how the the movie ended, if you will, as far as that yeah. battle going down and Venom and Eddie kind of going on like vacation, if you will, as far as, you know, just relaxing and taking it all in. OK, but then the post credits scene happens. All right. Let me just set the stakes before again. Spoilers. I, I, I mean, if you're at this point, major, I mean, this spoilers. is just major spoilers, but. At the end, in this post-credit scene, Venom reveals to Eddie that he has 80 billion light years worth of knowledge that he has been keeping and begins to attempt to show some of this to Eddie. But suddenly, the two flash to a different reality. And it's a reality that we are very well familiar with. And on the screen, we see none other than Tom holland's spider man venom is officially incorporated into the mcu canon Canon. timeline that is massive can you believe it that's crazy i i did not expect this uh the whole theater and again this was on a monday this was after like the initial weekend craziness of going to see let there be carnage but my theater Round of applause whenever they show yeah, Tom yeah, Holland yeah, 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 on yeah. that television screen that Eddie and Venom were watching. I got some. So actually, let me pause there. Initial thoughts when you saw that. How did you feel? So 
I have to be perfectly honest. I knew about it before I saw the movie. What? I did. And that's oh, why. No. And no, 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 no. It okay. did not hurt me at all. And okay. I want it. I want, and I'm usually the guy that's like, do not tell me anything. I am yeah. that guy. Trust me, bro. I am that guy. <laughs> and listen, what knowing that was coming made me so excited for this movie because okay. I've I've held out on Venom for three years. Yeah. I watched it Sunday. Carnage, I watched on Monday. I found out about the end credit scene for Carnage Sunday afternoon before watching the first Venom. So for me, having never seen anything about Venom before knowing this, I was I must have felt a little bit like Zach Horvath watching Bad Batch, not knowing mm. Clone Wars or Rebels back background information. It must have been similar to that because going in and watching that, knowing it was coming, I was like, this is going to be so much fun. And that's why I think I loved this movie, these two movies so much. Okay. I wasn't bummed about it, but the guy next to me, who uh -huh. was just a few seats down, as soon as Tom Holland, he goes, <laughs> he's like freaking out in his seat, like, just like, that's, that's, that's Spider-Man. <laughs> he was going crazy. And I kind of like looked over at him and I was like, I knew the whole time. It was, oh, it was man. like having insider information. It was so yeah. much fun, which is why I have the theory that I wanted to put out there, but I'll wait until I hear what you have to say. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, well, like as far as my implications go, or are you just my just general, all of it, just, yeah, okay. all of it. Okay. I want to I want to go off of what you got. Well, I'll just say this just before I go into my implications. I got chills uh, whenever this happened, when it popped up on screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a feeling that it, going back to this movie theater rant. That's a feeling you can't experience at home. Yes. No, I, I get it. You can watch a movie for the first time at home and you could still get chills. But the fact that you're sitting there in a movie theater with all the all these people that are experiencing the same exact thing, feeling the same exact way as you yes. clapping, freaking yes. out, getting chills. It's it's not comparable to really anything else. So it was great to see. Uh, again, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving movie theaters being back because it's really a remarkable right. moment. But here's my implications that I wanted to get to as far as Tom Holland's Spider-Man showing up at the end in the post credit scene. Number one, I think Venom being in No Way Home seems much more likely at this point because correct me if I'm wrong, but the news report that he is watching on the television screen is the same news report that we saw in the post credit scene of Far From Home. And it's also the same news piece that we saw in the trailer for No Way Home. Am I correct in that? It's similar if it's not the same. Okay. Um, it is obviously J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. It's the same green background. Hey, look at me. I've got green. Um, <laughs> it's the same situation, but I don't know if it's the exact same moment. I bet they have J.K. Simmons come in and say, hey, we need you to do this scene four or five different ways, you know, sure. and then they just kind of do what they want with it at that point. So, you know, it could be. I have no idea, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, but with that said, I still do think though that a no way home sighting or mention at least much more likely at this yeah. point. And one more thing to add to that. A few weeks ago, we talked about the no way home 
ball cap on Tom Hardy's Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Did you know I was going to bring this up? Because I had a feeling because you called it. I told you (laughs) as soon as I I found out about it, I looked, I, I, I talked to my wife about the show and she is a supporter of the show. Thank God. Otherwise I couldn't do this. But at the same time, I was like, I cannot wait to make Caleb eat his words because I leaned down in the mic just like this and said, he's wearing the hat because he's in the movie. And you were like, we'll see. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And of course, I didn't know at the time that there was going to be this end credit scene because it was a whole sure. two weeks before the movie came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm sitting there like, this is why I can't wait to talk about this. Because like, I, to- I told her on Sunday, yeah. I was like, now that I know this, we have to see it this week. We, we have mm. to. And so for me, that was the most fulfilling moment to say he's wearing the hat for a reason. Sure. And the reason the hat's gone off the off of social media now because this Joker's in the movie, and I certainly hope so. At this point, I'm still holding fast to that. I mean, I I really am, and I think that 90 million has a lot to do with the with the hopes of seeing that, and I think the runtime has a lot to do with that. Mm. I mean, they wouldn't have Benham go up to the TV and lick it, which is disgusting, (laughs) but they wouldn't have him go up and lick the TV if he wasn't going to fight him at least for a moment, you know, yeah. I, I'm hoping that's what happens. No, that's fair. Um, I'm going to come back to that in a second. That's fine. I'm come back to I'm that. Sorry. I jumped the gun. I jumped no, 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 no. You're sorry. good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That was natural, but there's something that you kind of said there that I, that I'll come okay. back to. Um, okay. I, in my opinion, I think this all but confirms the three Spider-Men. If there were any doubt at this point, like if, if they're pulling in oh, yeah. Eddie Brock from Sony universe, they're pulling in, Toby Maguire and Andrew no Garfield, like no doubt. I, I no think doubt. that at this point, they probably just need to throw all of them in this next and final trailer that they have for No Way Home to mm-hmm. get people to officially say, okay, we're going back to the theater to see this Absolutely. remarkable moment. Uh, next thing for me, and I guess this does go back to what you just said. I still don't want these two to necessarily confront each other in no way home i want these two to have their own movie that's how much i care about this conflict between the two i don't want venom tom hardy's venom to be stacked up with uh goblin green goblin doc ock and what's the other one coming back? Electro and Sandman. Electro and all of those potential villains. I don't want Venom just thrown in there uh, and get five minutes max okay. of screen time because all those other villains are back. So with that said, I do like the idea of him being in No Way Home. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But so. just to set up this next point that I have here of Sony and Disney's Marvel actually working together to create a film, which is something that you said that they would do. I was hesitant to think they would because, you know, it's business. Sure. And Sony wants money. Disney wants money. But that's what I think is probably going to happen. I do think we could get Venom in No Way Home just as a setup for this crossover event of Sony and Disney's Marvel working together to have Tom Holland's Spider-Man showdown with Tom Hardy's Venom. And that's the only reason why I say I don't want Tom Hardy's Venom to be in No Way Home too much. 
So I get what you're saying. However, let me veer off of what you're saying just a hair. Um, I think that No Way Home sets up something that Sony has been working on as far back as 2013. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, this is my theory that I mentioned to you on Discord. I know we're a little bit over time, but I think it's important that we discuss this for the sake of Geekverse. Okay. Disney and Sony would have been working out a deal to have Spider Man and Civil War as early as 2014 because Civil War was in production in 2015 and then released in 2016. Okay. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 released in 2014 and teased a Sinister Six project in the post-credit scene. All right. So I feel like the sham wow guy. You following me, camera guy? So so because Disney wanted Spider-Man in Civil War, um, because they felt it was it was so essential to the original storyline in the comics of the Civil War. Um, they wanted to have him in there. So I think talks would have begun in in 2013 for a Sinister Six movie, but they were scrapped because of the Disney deal for Spider-Man. So in order to go forward with the plan for a Sinister Six movie, Sony had to make sure uh, in the deal to make sure that Disney and somehow incorporated their plans for future films to connect with Spider-Man and other properties. So Venom's released in 2018, massive success. We all know we were, some of us were there, not me. And then it prompted the 2021 sequel, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, as we've been talking about. And in that one, we have the end credit scene with Peter Parker being revealed to be Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man there, right there. And that brings us to the Sinister Six movie that Sony's been working so hard toward. And its name is Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. This is a, I, I can give this to you in writing if you want, because I literally just read what I wrote mm. out. But So you're saying that, this is what they've the sh- been working toward. The yes. showdown of Venom and Peter Parker is No Way Home? In a roundabout way, yes. Um, because this is something I think Sony has been working towards this whole time. If they weren't working towards this this whole time, you know, what's this kind of all been about? And why would we put Venom out there to not set something up that would later connect? I think that this whole Sinister Six thing it's been in the works for a very, very long time, a decade's worth of planning to the point that Spider-Man, uh, the amazing Spider-Man one and two, Andrew Garfield, they wanted him to be our, our sinister six Spider-Man, but by bringing him in potentially, of course, you know, why we're still holding out, I don't know, but mm-hmm. then bringing him into no way home, hopefully uh, will help seal that deal of the people who wanted the sinister six movie for, with Andrew Garfield, and then just the idea of let's, yeah, it'd be great if, if Tobey Maguire was in a Sinister Six movie. And it's like, well, let's go ahead and put Tom Holland in there. That way we've got three heroes versus six villains. Each one of them could take two on at a time. I think that would be the, the best scenario for both Disney and Sony to make a multi-million dollar film. And I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I mean, I love it, actually. It may be be a tinfoil hat situation, but, you know, I'm willing to put this out there online to say that this has been right in front of us this whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Venom is the final stitch, if you will, in the the giant quilt that is the Sinister Six deal, if you will. Yeah. Okay, so... Who's our Sinister Six for No Way Home then with this theory? Doc so, Ock? So Doc Ock, obviously. Venom, Electro. 
Venom, obviously, uh, Green Goblin, uh, specifically Toby's Green Goblin. Sure. Um, I'll go ahead and say Electro because the lightning is yellow. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's Jamie Fox, I'll yeah, Sandman maybe. I'm kind of iffy on that because the other two options I have are Vulture and Scorpion, who are from uh, Homecoming. The mm-hmm. Scor- Scorpion was teased in a in a post credit scene or a mid credit mm-hmm. scene or something. Mm-hmm. So I think that we'll see Michael Keaton back again as Vulture and Scorpion, hopefully, because th- those seem to be the best ones. Hmm. And we kind of get the best, if not one of them, maybe Rhino from the Garfield verse. I don't know. So uh, those are my guesses. Those are my top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, it's it, it the potential is there. The possibility is there. I'm just trying to wrap my head around like, okay, because we got Doctor Strange in it too. It's like, a lot. There's a lot going on with No Way Home. And we saw we saw Endgame go over really well with a lot going on. I mean that's true. And Feige's still at the helm. That's true. The only thing that I would I mean, say to that though is with Endgame, there were 20-something movies setting all that up. Well, we've got 20 something years of movies setting up this. Right. I I guess. But my only thing is like they're not as fluidly connected as those MCU ones. I think this is where we're going to have to really rely on stuff like Loki and Mm -hmm. what if, because if we're going to be real honest, Loki and what if are our best connections to a multiverse. Sure. Uh, What if being the obvious one, Loki towards the end of the season, really actually shoot just the beginning of the first episode so Mm. i think that this really will work out and i don't think we should sleep on the people at marvel studios i think they they very they have a very um good hand on what what they're doing well is it possible for no way home to set up that movie i don't see why not i mean we've got these villains in it but I, I can see that you still really want just a standalone. I do. And I guess Holland that's why Hardy. I just keep pushing back is only because I want to see that. I want to see Hardy and Holland get the time that they deserve to fully go against each other. And I, and this goes kind of, okay, there is one final thing that I wanted to mention as far as this show goes. And that's when Venom, like you said, licks the TV screen for some reason there when i watched that i was thinking to myself in another in another universe does venom know tom holland does venom know peter parker in the mcu universe he said earlier before that flash happened he's got 80 billion light years worth of knowledge i mean it's certainly possible in my current head canon that venom has somehow uh been exposed to tom holland's peter parker slash spider-man and that's why already as soon as he sees him on the screen he's yeah. like that guy i'm fixing to go after that guy maybe it's uh i would go ahead and say that the 80 however many million light years that venom is aware of mm-hmm. i would go as far as to say that venom has multiverse knowledge mm. yeah. um, and that the symbiotes from the tom hardy venom verse uh, also have that same knowledge why else would i mean venom's really not that important of a character at this point to know all this multiverse stuff right i mean you know i just 
just putting it out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the possibilities are certainly there. I w- again, I'm not against it. It's just, I guess I just love these two portrayals of these characters mm-hmm. that I yeah, want them yeah. so badly oh, I do too. to shine with just them two going at it. Sure. And I think that they, if, if we do get a movie in the future where they do get to have that fight, that Tom versus Tom fight, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But there's this, the pessimistic side of me understanding where we've come from and where we're at says, no, this is that movie. No way home mm. is that movie. And that's, mm. that's, that side of me that's saying that now there's also that, see. of course, <laughs> I, I definitely want to see them fight, but yeah, I don't think I personally need a whole movie for that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I think mm. I will be perfectly satisfied with 15. Man, I don't know. Minutes. I don't know. I don't know. It's just because all of these other villains that we're getting in No Way Home, we've already gotten previous motivation for them wanting to be there sure. and sure. execute to kill. Uh, we haven't gotten that connection with Tom Hardy's Venom yet, other than that, him licking the screen, and that's it. I mean, that's enough to set up a showdown for me. I've just seen, <sighs> okay. I've just seen okay. two Venom movies, and I've just seen tom holland as peter parker in like five other marvel movies you know i mean sure yeah it's it's enough for me i mean i'm okay. just in that camp you know okay you're, you're not that's okay i'm <laughs> just that's yeah where well, I'm at. it's fine it's fine yeah. i'll be i'll be good either way i trust the creators behind this yes and we'll see what happens we'll see what happens but those are our spoilers that we wanted to share with venom let there be carnage Go check out. Well, you've probably checked out the film already. If you haven't, then there's the film for you. Me and DJ just spilled spilled it out. We did. We spilled all the beans, all of it. (laughs) Yeah, we did. But I appreciate everyone listening. If you're over on our podcast platforms. And of course, if you are one of our 100 subscribers on YouTube, thank you. Oh, so much. We have officially hit that 100 mark. As of today, again, please don't hit that unsubscribe button. We would love to stick at that number and actually continue to grow that thing. Let's get to 150 by the book of yes. Boba Fett, baby. Yes, let's do on. it. I mean, I mean, let's do it. 200, maybe. We'll see. I, we'll see. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. I, I mean, I, I would like to do the math, honestly. Like when I first announced, let's get to 100 by the time the book of Boba Fett, I want to figure out what that date was, see how long it took us to get here to see if 200 is actually possible that might be lofty but who knows i have better to be like crazy than to set your standards too low i have a feeling that it was at the beginning of bad batch that's my guess it probably probably something like that that's probably something like that but But regardless a lot of time for us to think about it though and this is a challenge to each and every single one of you those 100 if you just send to one of your friends that you know likes this stuff, yes, we're to 200 easy. Yes. We're there. So I know I'm sitting here asking for more numbers and numbers, and I don't like that's not my favorite thing to do. But the more people we have here, the more fun we can have together. That's really what yeah. I'm going for. I'm not going for like benefits or money or anything like no. that. It's just a yeah. good time. And if you want to continue to have good times with me and DJ yeah. and more people send a send a copy of our link to a buddy and say again hey check these guys out subscribe they're a great time yeah i it it means so much to me just coming from knowing almost nothing about mando talk 
to getting here by winning a contest <laughs> yeah. to not even a contest, a drawing out of a hat. Yep. I mean, yep. it could have been anybody. And now to have, have watched the show grow to develop this friendship with Caleb and with others on discord and all these other things to get to where we're at. And I, I get to be a part of this is just exciting to me. Something that is a hundred, a hundred's a big deal, you know, to get to a hundred of anything, it's a big deal. Yeah. And so the fact that I, of all people, you know, I was not here in the beginning, you know, I found Mando talk through Twitter, you know, just trying to build a community. And the fact that it's here is just, I I'm grateful just to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm grateful for you being here, man, because I love having these conversations with somebody and I'm yes. glad that you stepped up and that you were willing to be that person um, moving forward with this show as we continue to absolutely. cover all things Geekverse, cover all things Star Wars on Mando Talk. But that is our show this week. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate the love. Uh, I will just say this, go see Venom and go see Venom. Let there be carnage. Watch both of them get hyped, get ready for no way home coming out in December, because believe it or not, I'm probably wrong. DJ's probably right. These are going to connect probably heavily. Uh, Tom Hardy was wearing the cap last month for a reason. It's it's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, it is coming regardless if it's no way home or not. It's going to be a next film eventually. So get ready for it. It's pretty incredible. What a great time to be a geek. And as always here on Geekverse Reactions, if you're a geek, you're more than welcome. I'll pass it on to DJ uh, to send us out. But again, thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you again. Follow us on our socials. They're below us on our nice little boxes, our, our view screens, our viewfinders, all the fun things. And I got nothing else to say. But now that we are entering into a multiverse, it feels so right to cap this off by saying we will see you on Earth 2.